If user experience is the new differentiator, how does one company recreate enrollment software that engages, educates, and enhances the selling process? We'll find out in this episode of Shift Shapers. Change either paralyzes or energizes. The choice is yours. You're listening to the Shift Shapers podcast. You're about to learn firsthand from businesses and entrepreneurs who have successfully shaped the shifts in their industries. Get ready to become the change that you want to see. Here's your host and chief transformation strategist, David Saltzman. Today's episode of Shift Shapers is sponsored by Rogers Benefit Group, a national employee benefits general agency. For over 65 years, Rogers Benefit Group has focused on helping brokers deliver creative, value-driven solutions to attract new group business and strengthen existing client relationships. For more information, go to our website at shiftshapersonline.com. Hey, Shift Shapers. Today, we are speaking with Joe Fernandez from the Benefits Expert. Joe, thanks for spending some time with the Shift Shapers audience today. We appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. Tell us a little bit about the background of the benefits expert and how it came to be and what problem you were trying to solve. And then we'll delve into kind of what the iterations were, how it got built and what you're doing today. Well, sure. The benefits expert or TBX, as we kind of had a little moniker for it, was really born out of the what we saw in the marketplace as a desire to provide a greater level of technology in a lot of markets increasing desire for employers to use online platforms for both enrollment and for benefit administration. But at the same time, a platform that provides a much more robust and interactive experience for the employees that are today more and more being asked to make a smarter decision about the benefit programs that they participate in. But there have always been an awful lot of these kinds of systems in the marketplace, and some of them go back years. What was missing? Well, that's, a, that's an excellent point. And, and in our search to, to find the, the proper technology base and partners to work with, we have found that most of the technology platforms out there, whether they're through a benefit administration platform or a benefit module within an HRIS system with, that larger employers have, they really were what I described nothing more than a electronic version of a paper form. Very few had any kind of media content or any kind of decision support or any kind of interactive experience for the employees to utilize in order to learn about their benefits. So, for example, today, if if you go and and buy something off of the Internet, use Amazon.com, for example, the experience is far more than just simply looking at a paper enrollment form or or an order sheet. It has reviews. It has uh, videos on how to. It has examples of and photographs of how the the product looks like and and dimensions and all that kind of thing so that the consumer had a a much better feel of what that product is that they're buying. And and online benefit platforms really lack that kind of information to allow an employee to make an informed decision. And part of the thing, too, is that, you know, the, the consumer behaviors are changing today. More and more people are used to shopping online, educating themselves on, on what they're going to buy online. 
And the traditional methodologies of delivering employee benefits at the work site is, is dramatically changing and fewer and fewer employers, you know, want to do it the traditional way. So once you identified the problem, how did you come up with the solution? How did you envision what your system does? And then let's talk a little bit about kind of what the employee experience is, since that seems to be your differentiator. Well, that's and that's a good point. How we came about is my background has been in the employee benefits business and in particular in, in the worksite marketing space, where traditionally the way consumers were educated about voluntary benefits and other options were what I call knee-to-knee contact, so face-to-face or eyeball-to-eyeball enrollment. So in designing the benefit experts interface, what we were attempting to do is to do some of the same types of things that a benefit counselor or, or an agent would do when they're sitting in front of an employee and educating them about their benefit programs and, and, and talking about the needs and the features and benefits of the plans that are available to them. So that's exactly what we set out to do is to, to put that kind of education, but in a virtual video-based, interactive-based platform that basically doesn't use the human to deliver the message, but it uses the computer and what's available in today's technology to deliver that kind of content. And make no mistake about it, you know, this is something that's only relatively, we've been able to do relatively recently because the technology has been in place to do these kinds of things. It wasn't, you know, some of the technology that we use today was not available just a year or so ago. And so definitely technology has, uh, you know, given the opportunity to, to venture down this delivery methodology than what we've done in the past. From the discussions that we've had prior to today's show, it seems that your system does something that's maybe a little different even beyond that. We understand now that the way it engages and educates the employee is a little bit different, but also the way it enrolls the employee is a little different in that it allows the employee to enroll in their core benefit and then points out that there are areas where the worksite benefits or the voluntary benefits, if you prefer, might augment some of the places in in their core plans. Is that right? That's exactly right. One of the unique things about how the, the media is delivered to the employee is such that it takes information that the system generates based on the how the employee is using it by what kind of benefit plans they elect, what kind of demographics they fit into, whether they have dependents or not, whether they're male or female, whether they elect a high deductible plan versus a low deductible plan. Throughout the whole system, it's keeping track of what kind of elections it, make, it makes, and then it presents the employee with various options that are based upon that. In other words, we call those plan dependency options. So if an employee goes to our decision support tool, which is integrated within the enrollment site itself, and that decision support tool makes a suggestion that perhaps an HSA plan may be the best fit, then it, when the employee makes that HSA election, and then it goes into and presents the employee with a package of benefits that we've predetermined and working with the, the, client, the client and their advisor, we predetermined that makes a good fit for when someone elects an HSA plan. So the system recognizes those choices all along the way and presents via this media technology the education platform that may suggest them to, to look into buying a voluntary package or enhancer bundle package, as we call it, 
to enhance the particular overall benefit package that they've selected. I kind of call it the Google technology, if you will. You know, if you go online these days, it seems like they know more about you than, than you ever thought anyone would know. And it's not because they know who you are. They just know and how you use the computer interface. It kind of knows what kind of things you may like or don't like or may be interested in or, or may have a need for. Kind of that kind of concept, only it's not as, uh, you know, behind the green curtain type of thing as, as it may seem for, from some folks today. You mentioned just a moment ago bundling some benefits, and I think one of the things that's fascinating that you mentioned to me earlier that you've learned is you've created a bundle of benefits and presented it, or most employers that you're working with are presenting it as almost as an opt-out option, and the take-up rates on that have been pretty significant. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yes, and and we've had quite a bit of success in that bundling concept, and and the biggest thing that it, I believe, achieves is that it takes away some of the mysteries and some of the things that the employers are concerned when traditionally offering, or rather when offering voluntary benefits or worksite benefits in the traditional methodology. Employers are concerned sometimes about, well, it's confusing, there's too many options and too many different uh, alternatives for the employees to, to decide, and how do they make a decision and how do they make a decision in a in a 20 minute or 30 minute point of time where usually they don't really have a whole lot of time to think it through or review it with their spouse and so on. So what we do is we look at a company and we look at their overall benefit packages that they have, say the what kind of uh, medical options they have, what kind of life insurance options they have, what kind of uh, disability options and so on. And then we, we, we select two or three or four, depending on what the case uh, looks like, of voluntary packages or voluntary plans and bundle them together in a take it all or, t- or take none option. Kind of the, the Henry Ford method of marketing. You can have any color you want as long as it's black. So our system is designed to be presented in those opportunities that are only for self-service or self-enroll from the employee's perspective, the way we make it work is by making those things really, really simple and make them really simple choices, but bundle a package that has an excellent impact in complementing the overall benefit strategy that the employer is trying to achieve. And now, a word from our sponsor. For over 65 years, Rogers Benefit Group has been committed to helping brokers with employee benefits. They partner with professional agents, to bring fully insured and self-funded medical plans, plus a wide range of ancillary benefits to the client. When you partner with Rogers Benefit Group, the value added goes far beyond plan benefits and service. Their proprietary PPACA modeling tool helps brokers evaluate the law's impact on each of their clients and allows them to strategically guide their clients through the law and its regulations. And to make sure that groups with over 100 employees don't face penalties next year, They've partnered with several insurance companies and TPAs to custom design minimum essential coverage and minimum value plans. To find the Rogers Benefit Group office near you, just go to our website at shiftshapersonline.com and click on their logo at the top of the page. And now, back to our conversation. So far, what? just out of curiosity, because I know people are going to wonder, what's the opt-out rate been on those bundle packages? Because I know often, oftentimes in the past, if you've given people a, a bundle package, they tend to shy away from it especially if you're presenting it in an environment where part of your sizzle is that you get to select things that make the most sense for you. What's the take-up rate been? We've been anywhere from, on the low side, 30% take rate, as high as 70% take rate 
on that benefit bundle package, and which has been great for us because from a traditional voluntary marketplace, what we're achieving is as good, if not better, participation rates in that enrollment process, but surprisingly, our average annualized premium that the employees are selecting are about double what we've traditionally gotten in the eyeball-to-eyeball, face-to-face type of enrollments. And we see more and more people selecting not just employee-only coverage, but family coverage or employee and child coverage with these bundle packages, much more so than we typically see in the in the face-to-face environment, which is kind of excited about that because the ability to get the same type of results, maybe even a letter better results in face-to-face, but to be able to provide that opportunity in those types of uh, employers that do not want face-to-face in their uh, at their work site, it's kind of encouraging to to be able to have a platform that can deliver as good a result in, in a self-service, self-enroll environment. Are you finding more and more, I mean, you've been on, on the worksite side for a long time. Are you finding more and more employers who don't want that on-site interaction and who prefer this kind of a, an employee self-serve 24-7, 365 device independent enrollment? Absolutely. And where, well, as before, we used to see that Mostly in the in the jumbo size or, or large case employers, usually when you're in the 5,000 plus world. Um, today, we're seeing it more and more downstream into, into middle markets, into the 100 to, to 2,000 life uh, market, mid-market segments where they're asking for those types of, of information or the, the, this type of uh, platform to enroll in their benefits. Quite frankly, for whatever reason, a, a lot of employers would prefer to give the employees all the education that they need and all the, all the data that they need to make an informed decision, but make it on their own. They want to shy away or have been more and more shying away from having licensed agents coming into their workplace and to, to sit down and talk to their employees for a lot of different reasons, not to mention one of them being the time disruption at the, at the work site itself. Now, your traditional channel has been brokers, and I know brokers have always really enjoyed using technology for two reasons. It helps them do business in a more effective and efficient way, and for some, it differentiates them. But brokers also have shied away from technology in large measure because of cost. This sounds like a pretty expensive proposition. Is it, or is your model a little bit different? Well, you are correct. Uh, uh, Technology has always been and still is a very expensive proposition, and one of the reasons why a technology uh, is is thirsted for by mid-market uh, companies, but really hasn't made its way as much so as it in the larger marketplace has been the, the cost factor. It's been just very, very cost uh, prohibitive for a lot of employers. And so what we've done is, again, borrowed off of the the Googleman, you know, way of, of going to, to business, which is, you know, provide a product that the consumer needs and wants and figure out a way to deliver that to that consumer at no cost. And that's exactly what we've done. We've been able to build our technology in such a way that we can deliver it at no cost with no strings attached to our employers as long as they offer the voluntary menu or voluntary bundle of products that we help design uh, for their employers. So it's it's a fantastic value proposition because very similar to what we traditionally do in, in the face-to-face uh, world, which is provide benefit communication, education, and, and, and value-added supports at no cost as long as these voluntary products are offered. We're basically achieving the same thing, 
with the differential of leaving behind a very high-tech, world-class benefit enrollment and, and benefit management system and doing it at no cost without having the, the need of having that face-to-face interaction. Every bit of technology has a sweet spot in terms of the size of group that it makes sense for. Could you talk a little bit about what the sweet spot for TBX is and then what the range is, how far down you can go and how far up you can go, how far you can scale? That's an excellent question, David. And one of the things that that we set out to do in, in building the Benefit Expert platform is to try to reach the marketplace that I again mentioned earlier, thirsts for technology, but doesn't have the budget for technology. And that's in that 100 uh, to 2000 life space. Now our system is fully applicable for virtually any case above 100 lives. In fact, we're working with uh, a couple of employers right now that have an excess of 200,000 lives. And so the system is very capable in all types of segments but we've built it to, to particularly be attractive in that middle segment that wants technology, but has very limited budget in doing that. Now, we've been able to build a, a platform that goes alongside the technology that gives us a much easier process to build cases and manage cases down to the smaller sizes. So we've been able to not only bring down the cost of the, of the build out and support on the case size, but we've also been able to shrink the time that it takes to build out a particular case. One of the other drawbacks that traditionally this market space has had is that it takes anywhere from 60 to 120 days to build out a case for someone. We've been able to do that in under 30 days. That's pretty amazing. So the question is, it's taken a couple of years for you to get to this point now where you have a robust system. What do you see the next iteration being? What kinds of things are on the boards without giving away any trade secrets? What kinds of things are on the boards? What are you thinking about in terms of applicability? Does this apply if a broker were working with PEOs or payroll companies or other more non-traditional entities? Is that a market you're scoping out? We're definitely looking at that. As a matter of fact, we're looking at large uh, employer-based associations and definitely uh, payroll companies and PEOs. And being able to take that, that build-out module, which I just described earlier, that, that, it, that gives us the opportunity to build cases in a relatively fast timeline, that gives us the ability to look at blocks of business as opposed to just singular cases here and here. And that's actually what we do. When we work with our broker partners, we work it from a strategic standpoint so that we have the opportunity to provide that benefit for their entire book of business, not just the one, two, or three cases that happen to be above the thousand life threshold that you typically find in this business. So the ability of building cases rapidly and effectively brings that case size down to that hundred life space or sometimes even smaller that opens up the opportunity to work with organizations such as PEOs and payroll companies. So the future definitely is moving on to those platforms as well. You know, brokers are very brand conscious and and they're interested in promoting their brand, not yours. What do you do to help a broker do that when they're using your system? How does, how does, how do you make it fit into their plans and, and into their schemes and logos? So you're promoting their brand. That's a good question because part of our marketing strategy is not to provide this to every broker uh, relationship or every broker in any given marketplace. We actually focus on the the two or three or four 
brokers or, or employee benefit firms in a particular marketplace and provide them with somewhat of, uh, of an exclusive arrangement for a time period that allow them to use this platform for their clients and their prospecting new clients and be one of the few firms in any given marketplace that has the system. What we do in return is we, we build a strategic plan for this system to be part of their, their overall uh, marketing efforts and their overall client retention efforts. In return, what we do is that we will brand the system, the TBX or Benefit Expert system, with uh, their logos, something along the lines of uh, provided by XYZ Benefit Firm, powered by TBX. So their brand is definitely prevalent uh, in the system so that their employers and their employers' uh, employees know where this is coming from. We also do a lot of extensive branding in the system, not only in the system itself, but in the media content within the system. We actually brand it very much, very heavily with the employer's brand to provide that connection, that engagement between the client and their employees in the experience of the enrollment process. Joe, I want to thank you for spending some time with the Shift Shapers audience. A fascinating look at how older technology has been updated to meet the needs of both today's consumer and today's broker. We look forward to speaking with you again in the future and learning more about where TBX has gone. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I've enjoyed the chat. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. If you go to the ShiftShapersOnline.com website, you'll find links for everything we talked about today as well as full recaps of all Shift Shapers episodes. While you're on the site, register and leave a review. It's easy, and don't worry if you've never reviewed a podcast before. Simple instructions are on the site. As a special Shift Shapers launch promotion, we will randomly select three reviewers to win one free hour of consulting with me, where I will personally analyze and recommend shifts you can shape to take your business to the next level. The winners will be announced in Episodes 3, six and eight so be sure to listen in once you're registered we'll also notify you of some very exciting upcoming webinars exclusively for registered shift shapers like you again thanks for joining us for today's episode head over to the shiftshapersonline.com website for more information and remember you have the power to shape the shifts in your business